And welcome to a very special podcast that we will be broadcasting on both the Rediscover the 80s podcast feed and also our MassCast feed as we discuss our experience with RetroCon 2018. On the line with me is, of course, Wyatt. Hello, Wyatt. Greetings. How are you? Doing well. And we also have our friend we spent most of our RetroCon experience with, Bill Ferris. How are you, Bill? I'm good, gentlemen. Thank you. Good to have you along. We are uh, basically going to do a wrap-up show for our experience there in Oaks, PA this past weekend and talk a little bit about uh, just what we saw, the fun collectibles and everything that we got eyes on and uh, some of the guests that were there and uh, a couple other little fun experiences we we did actually in the parking lot, <laughs> but it was great uh, to have our uh, our mask buddy again, Bill, who uh, runs MattTracker.com. And uh, how many times have you been to RetroCon, Bill? Has this been your second or third time now? Third. Cool. First time I won yeah. was the first year. You know, they did the panel, and then I met up with you guys with the A team when they were there, which was two years ago. Yes. And then, yeah. so, yeah, third. So I guess the last three years. Yeah, we had the awesome opportunity in 2015 to actually be on a panel at RetroCon with uh, voice actor Doug Stone and celebrating the 30th anniversary of Mask. If you, those of you who have uh, followed us might remember that uh, way back when. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was probably the ultimate convention experience there that that i've had and it's been hard to to kind of top that the eight meeting half of the a team was was right up there but uh man that year was was really great yeah we got to meet a lot of our new podcasting friends uh not new and the persona that we've talked with them over the years especially like you bill but we had never formally met in person so it was actually a, a double honor to be able to meet some of our podcasters in person rather than just uh, over the years chit-chatting on various formats. Right. Well, uh, how do we want to start? you want to just dive into to some of the stuff that we bought at RetroCon and the many probably 200 or so vendors they have there? <laughs> yeah, we can oh. start. Um, Bill, how about you go first? Yeah, you uh, you bought something pretty early like right out of the shoot when you got there. Well, I wasn't overly prepared for this. So some of the stuff's already put away, but don't worry. I'm in the same boat. (laughs) Uh, I've got all my stuff. This was the coolest thing I got. Nice. Um, It's, it's a lunchbox, but the red one is the one you see everywhere. You never see the blue one. So when I saw it, I had to pick it up. It's it's in good shape. No thermos, but I have it now. So, not too bad. Um, picked up a couple of random things. Uh, I still have Optimus Prime's trailer here, sitting here. Yeah. And you can see the whole transaction go down in the uh, <laughs> right. in the behind the mask episode of the RetroCon 2018, uh, from start to finish. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, you know I got the the, the Funko like cut out things you guys you guys gave me. Um, 
and then uh, a Foo Fighter, and yeah, that's about it. You know, nothing crazy. It was more or less um, going to hang out there, but you know, it was more or less that for me. Right. Mm. And I've actually been downsizing my collection a little bit, not not mass stuff, but some other things. I'm 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 sticking more toward um, uh, seemingly mostly Kenner, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But there's other things mixed in there. But yeah, so I'm trying to downsize a little bit. So that's why I didn't buy a lot. Nice. <laughs> I was on a budget. That's why I didn't buy a lot this year. <laughs> well, I also had a budget too. But yeah, sometimes your uh, was it your eyes are bigger than your wallet or something like that. So oh, oh yes, and it's so true when you the minute you hit those doors at RetroCon and you walk down that first just the first row of tables and by the time i get past those first row of tables i'm already like man my i've, I've cleaned out half of my budget already <laughs> and yeah, i still got yeah. you know like eight rows to go that first row had one of the best tables there yeah you got a lot of the um things that you bought i won't spoil it yet for anybody but um <laughs> they pick up quite a few things in that one spot there so yeah we did why? What did you all come away with at RetroCon? Well, I thought I had some of them right in front of me, but I guess they went MIA or in a box already. Uh, <laughs> but three, I guess they're tattoos, Voltron tattoos, one of which Jason will probably post up. There you yeah. go. But three of them gave one to him since he's a just as much of a Voltron geek as I am. Uh, I bought my a little tiny General Lee one of the original General Lees that's all been rubbed off, so you can't even tell except that it's orange. <laughs> Bought my kids uh, a Kirby and some... Oh, a Sonic what? Wii game. You bought stuff for your kids? That's not what that's about. It's, it's I know. About I'm always on the scope out for my kids. What can, that's what happens when you're a parent. I'm kidding. I don't have kids, so it's all for me. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. Then, something I've been itching at for the last five... Yes, <laughs> got Mr. Alf. Nice, the Alf keychain here. So I, I went walked away light. Uh, but yes, like any of us, I wish I could have had about a million dollar budget to just scoop it all up. This just in, I have kids, and uh, they uh, <laughs> sometimes like the bar gym. Um, well, anyway, um. I I was selfish, even though I do have kids. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. I I just focus in on everything that I want at RetroCon, and I just can't get over finding stuff that they might want. So take it for what it's worth. But the the first thing that I bought at RetroCon, so I wore this vest that I got. It was actually at Target. It's part of the Stranger Things like official clothing line. Uh, it's, it's, I call it the life preserver cause it's, it reminds you of, a, you know, like Marty McFly mm-hmm. and I wanted to get a hat that looked like Dustin's from stranger things, which is that red, white, and blue kind of trucker's hat and didn't really want to spend 20 bucks on one that we found, uh, ironically at Spencer's the night before there, Wyatt, when we were in the mall. Uh, <laughs> so I walked in and literally, uh, right around the corner, one of the first tables to the right, I spotted this hat which was perfect. The avoid the Noid hat that has the, you know, the old school mesh <laughs> on the back. 
And that was like perfect. I bought that for a dollar and was like, man, how fortuitous was that? And I just, right. I put it around my head. I was worried I might get like lice or something, but uh, <laughs> apparently it's in decent shape. So uh, no lice so far. And uh, I wore that for the rest of the con. Uh, I also put my RetroCon button on there too, which I think you guys both got as well. You didn't put it on while you were wearing it, did you? I don't think so. I don't think I had it on. Probably would have been dangerous. That would have been fun, though. Uh, in that same box with the uh, hat, I've found a He-Man mini comic, The Treachery of Motorlock. Okay. There's a lot of uh, weird names in Masters line, so don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, well, this is this is mainly on the Evil Horde. They got all the Horde characters on the back, but uh, that was a dollar. I was like, sweet. It was in the same box. Um, and then, yeah, Bill, at that same table that you bought the uh, Optimus trailer, I spotted a bunch of GoBots. And I'm uh, told many times on both podcasts that I'm a GoBots apologist. And I owned, I don't know, maybe a dozen as a kid. And I had the command center and ended up... Uh, Trading those away on eBay, I say trading because I was buying all my mask stuff at that time, trying to boost that collection. So I have been slowly getting uh, GoBots back into the collection, and even the kids have been playing with them now. Um, but I had uh, I had a lot of the main characters and had not recollected them, so I got uh, I found a lot of those at a pretty good price. Leader One, the uh, leader of the GoBots. I got Turbo, who was also one of the main good guys. And then some of the uh, the main bad guys that I did not have as a kid, I uh, ended up getting. I did have a side kill when I was a kid. So I got a side kill. He's in okay shape. But he had the engine and both wheels. So... I was like, yeah, I'll go for it. Uh, Crasher. And then I did not have Crasher as a kid. And then I also got Coptor, which is in, uh, needs a little cleaned up, but has the uh, propeller and everything. So that was a pretty good to grab that. Uh, so I got those four and then five, actually. And then last year, just uh, at a random table, like you often do at RetroCon. I snagged some of the power suits, I think two power suits, two or three power suits, and uh, a, a couple GoBots that were in there. But I did not have the middle part of the power suit, and I found that in the box. So that was the big thing that I bought this time. It really wasn't a bad deal, 20 bucks for being in the box. But now I can kind of, well, I need to get a couple more power suits to... Uh, transform it into the you know the huge robot everything back then had to be like voltron i, I guess i don't know yeah you know everything spawned from <laughs> voltron <laughs> the puzzler i need to get the puzzler from the gobots <laughs> line that was the five that was like devastator turned into one um i found ram man in a random two dollar box I had him as a kid. I I usually just try to find, especially in the Master Universe, find the ones that I had as a kid. Um, and then I think lastly, the I'll show. 
actually got to uh, got a prize at the trivia contest, which was the 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 question about Knight Rider. You know, what does the acronym flag stand for? That was pretty easy. Uh, the backup question was, what does car stand for? Go ahead, Wyatt. Night automated roving robot. Boom. Car, if you prefer. <laughs> but I got the uh, Lego Dimensions Michael Knight and kit. So, and we actually have the Lego Dimensions. I haven't played it in a while. I could have so. I could have actually played the audio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I set you up a little bit there. So that was my rather, I guess, modest haul from RetroCon. And uh, I guess let's talk about it. There's always a, a, a lot of good cosplay at RetroCon. What were some of the, the favorite ones that you guys saw this year? Let's start with you, Wyatt. Oh, I would probably say uh, there's a few Autobot or Transformer ones that walked around. They mm -hmm. were pretty impressive. It was weird because I was actually looking for the Pee Wee Herman guys again just to see if they'd come back. Uh, <laughs> instead, I think one of the one of my favorites was actually the Ernest. Ernest goes to camp or someone. He's carrying even as a sign, you know, Ernest goes to Retrocon. Yeah. Uh, he's personally one of my favorites. But there was there's always Star Wars. There's always some kind of a Batman or Superman or someone walking around. I don't know. It it for me there wasn't as much um there weren't as many. I know I saw them in the line, but the last two times that I've been, I was rather surprised. I I thought there would be uh, you know just a plethora of of mm -hmm. cosplay. Maybe we were on the wrong day again. Maybe it was Sunday when the you know the they all came out. Uh well, the uh the contest was Saturday. But yeah, again not being there both days, we didn't uh didn't really have that wow moment like like the Pee Wee's Playhouse people there we saw last year. I just kind of stopped what I was looking at and was well, I, I just about bombarded them. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, let, let us get down to the end of the aisle here. And with the conky, oh my gosh, that was just insane from last year. But what I thought was cool this year was well, you don't like Star Wars, but. They had that uh, speeder bike in the backdrop there. You could hop on and, and get your picture mm -hmm. taken. And I was about ready to do that. Uh, I have put on a little bit of weight. So I was looking and this little girl got off the thing. And when she got off, like a side panel fell off the bike. And <laughs> I was like, eh, maybe I'll pass on getting up on that thing. <laughs> probably, probably a good idea. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Bill, what were some of the ones that you saw? That you well, I was actually just trying to look up the the RetroCon page here because there were some that I saw, but there's also some that I saw but I don't remember. Um, I don't know if that's a testament to it being a bad costume. But there was a guy who made a Silverhawks costume. That was pretty cool. Yeah, we no, saw that toward the that end. Um, he won the contest, by the way. Oh, that's yeah. good. Uh, Carmen San Diego, I saw her like 50 times. <laughs> And then, ironically, this, guy, this guy's been at the, the at the convention, I think, for the past couple of years. And he's probably been going longer than we've been going. That guy walks around with his the tape over his mouth. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. Do you guys know what that is? Like, and he stares at you. I'm like, why are you here? 
I'm sure he has some sort of reason for it, but uh, it's creepy. And uh, yeah, every time I see him, I'm like, I, I try to take a step to the right or the left, depending on what side he's on, try to avoid him <laughs> as best I can. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of weird. But yeah, as you said, Wyatt, there were a lot of Transformers there. Surprisingly, though, like nobody really dressed up as Jem. They had, you know, the voice actor who played her. Uh, nobody, yeah. I, I didn't see anybody dressed up as Jem. Maybe because that movie bombed so bad, nobody wanted to be out in person like that. Maybe. But um, yeah, it was, I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff. There was a lot of weird stuff. Um, but overall, uh, I think, and I feel bad saying this, but I think the guy who dressed up as Sergeant Slaughter looked more like Sergeant Slaughter that I remember, remember anyway. Um, but that, I mean, that was, uh, you always, you always have Ghostbusters there too. So there was like, there was like seven people with like full on proton packs that light up and, uh, but it, it was pretty cool. All right. There was, there was some good stuff there, but the, the yeah. Silver Hawks one was definitely my, my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the New Jersey Ghostbusters that usually have a yeah. whole clan there. I didn't see them have a table or anything this year, but there was uh, several in full Ghostbusters. It seems to be dying down. There. When we when we got there in 2015, it was like everybody on the Northeast basically had a Ghostbuster something. They had the cars out front as an exhibit. They had... Well, I'm ready. I got my proton pack right there. I see. <laughs> you ready to tackle uh, dental floss? Is that what that is? I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like to see you put that on. <laughs> a lot easier than what they small. were putting theirs on. But um, true. But yeah, true. now it just keeps dwindling. I'm really shocked that like I don't know if they're that taxed, like had a too many conventions, or if it's just like, yeah, okay, we did our thing in 2015. Let's go on to. The next well, time. I, maybe the rebooted Ghostbusters ruined it for him. Could be. I don't think so because I do remember. I think it was last year that they had several girl cosplay Ghostbusters there. But uh, yeah, they just I, for some reason that they didn't uh, didn't have their own booth and and kind of turn out like they have in the past. Who did turn out was the GI Joe guys because I think every single year I've been there they've had a table or uh, uh just a horde of cosplayers come in and i know it's like a nationwide uh like cosplay group that they're a part of but they bring it with the costumes like you said they had the sergeant slaughter there uh i took a picture of low light which is my favorite character and they had uh they had a dude from one of the he was one of the uh grenader whatever you call him destro's people uh, he was there, and his son was um, the uh, enforcer uh, from the movie. Um, My GI Joe knowledge is very limited. I can't. I'm not much of a help here. It'll come to me in a minute. And it would, and it but, would uh, like snake eyes. It's probably not. <laughs> well, yeah, they didn't go with like the, I guess, more popular characters. I did see uh, two Scarlets there, which was appropriate since BJ Ward was there. But yeah, Nemesis Enforcer. His little son was Nemesis Enforcer, and I, I had to get a picture of them. And uh, yeah, it just they 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 were great costumes. It just wasn't any of the like you know m- really the main characters that you remember uh, from the show. Uh, but that was great. Um, 
yeah, the Silverhawks guy just blew me away because he mm-hmm. had the full-on metal wings that came out when he put his arms out, just like they do. He had the tally hawk on his shoulder and well-deserving of that first place. I think the uh, tracks Transformer guy came in second, and that was pretty impressive, too. It, that was pretty tall, uh, that costume. And there were several back there by uh, the Cybertronic Spree table that were... You know, they had Optimus and Megatron. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. There was like four or five of them. I think it was a professional or at least a a cosplayer that had a table back there. They were all kind of hanging out together. Uh, But those costumes were fantastic. Mm -hmm. They looked Um, like they were very hot, too, because the uh, people wearing them, they they would keep taking the helmets off. Oh, yeah. They were just drenched. And it wasn't yeah. like it was like boiling hot in there either, but the, whatever they have going on with inside that costume, there must be no ventilation at all. Yeah, I did notice that. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Yeah, I do remember seeing uh, Carmen San Diego several times, but we took lots of pictures. We'll end up putting some up on the website so uh, everybody can see over there at Rediscover the 80s. And uh, did you, either of you have uh, interactions with the? I'll call them the celebrities, the voice actors this year. Um, I didn't. I was planning on uh, going Sunday to meet the Angry Video Game Nerd, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to go back twice. And I was really the only person I was interested in seeing. I mean, for me, the the first year we went, I met Doug Walker, who is the nostalgia critic. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty cool. Uh, he gave me some good advice on... Uh, the website that uh, I'm finally putting into action. And, and you know, I met Doug, and that was, I mean, you know, that was, that was really it for me. I mean, because it's, you know, meeting half the A-team was cool too, but it, I wasn't I wasn't a big A-team fan growing up. I, I just don't, I don't really, I guess I don't really like flock like I used to, because I'm older, I guess. Uh, it's still cool to meet them, but nobody's really like stood out, and I have to meet this person. I do want to meet the angry video game there at some point, but <laughs> I don't know when that's going to happen. So, uh, but yeah, well, uh, that's fine. I mean, it's a lot of those are are kind of hit or miss, and especially you know us three being guys, we're not necessarily flocking to meet the voice actor of Jim or. Shira, who actually did not make it, and they uh, ended up replacing uh, Melinda, is it Melendi Brent with uh, BJ Ward. Mm-hmm. So you know that's understandable, and I I kind of wanted to to uh, get my picture with Sarge. I wasn't prepared to pay. What was it thirty dollars? Thirty five. Thirty five just to get your picture with him, not even you know including a autograph or anything, because I do like GI Joe. Uh, but yeah, I, I you know I remember Sarge and how big he was. In my experience, was mainly on the GI Joe side more than the wrestling. But yeah, I I don't know. Like I said, I set a budget. I was trying to stay within that budget, and I just didn't uh, didn't pull the trigger on uh, on meeting Sarge. But we had met Larry Kinney before, Wyatt. Uh, I think it was when. It was in 2015 when Doug Stone was there that he was there. It was, and I went up to him and actually 
inter- he was the only one I did interact with. I wanted to talk to BJ Ward, but uh, honestly, the p- prices got got me scared it off. The only reason <laughs> I wanted, wanted to meet her was she was the voice of Princess Alora from Voltron. So that was my Alora. only Alora. Yeah. Yeah. And so we that was my interest in her, but I thought, well, maybe you know, Larry Kenny will remember me because I had the the uh, Thundercats belt buckle. Maybe he'd remember me, and I guess he really didn't. I don't know if one of those, you know, uh, Thundercat home moments, you know, over your head. Uh, just well, I'm sure he crazy. meets like 150 people a day at these conventions, if not oh, more. Sure. So. So I just all I did was. Are you saying wait? You're saying that Wyatt's forgettable? That's not very nice, Jason. Well, I am forgettable yeah. and forgetful, but that's ah. what the wife says. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it was real quick. I just went up and said, "Hey, I met you three years ago. You know, it was cool, and you know, I, great seeing you here again." I even bragged on you, Jason, a little bit, saying that I that you swore you saw him going through the Atlanta airport about a year ago, and he goes, "I might have." <laughs> he was very like this time. He was very not as talkative. He was more talkative in 2015 than he was. As he's like, yeah, I, you probably saw me. You're yep. older now too. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Three years of conventions. How many years after? I mean, I don't know if he's still doing voice work, but it's got to take a toll. I think he is. Point. He still does the uh, Skittles commercials. I know. Okay. Taste the rainbow. Contract the rainbow. You know that one where they get the uh, Skittles, like Skittles pox or whatever they call it. Yeah. <laughs> That's still him at the end of the that one. Pretty appetizing. Nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I uh, I did want to meet Pixel Dan too because I follow him some on on Twitter and uh, will occasionally go over there and, and watch his YouTube videos. But uh, every time I went up there to uh, interact with him, he was uh, elsewhere. Probably filming videos for a lot. YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, and I saw him a couple times. He had like the the selfie handle for his camera that he was going around and just meeting a lot of people too. So yeah, didn't get a chance to, uh, to interact with him, but I did want to just chat with him a little bit. And uh, yeah, I got to see uh, other than Bill there, I got to see a, a couple other of my, uh, online friends i'll call it i missed a few that uh ended up messaging me afterward that they were just there at a different time or went on sunday but uh that's always a, the fun part of it too um and especially this year bill was uh hanging out with people that you really wish you were closer to hang out with more often and we kind of went back and forth uh on messenger there in in preparation for seeing each other at the show and bill you came up with this crazy idea to uh to we'll, we'll let the cat out of the bag i guess if uh if people are really anticipating it or not but well, we filmed a- anticipating it yet because i haven't <laughs> announced anything um i can tell you this that the principal oh. stuff of it's done and um i'm waiting on one thing to happen which okay. probably think about what it is. I kind of want to keep it down for now. So okay. we'll keep it very suspenseful then. I want to bring it out when it's finished. I don't want okay. to tease anybody with it and then have them ask for it. You know, Cause obviously, okay. obviously people are going to be knocking down doors for this. So absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but Let no, you're right. You. 
I mean, we could talk about it vaguely to build up suspense if you want. Um, well, yeah, it, it, you know, they were Oscar worthy performances and I think more, more like Oscar winning outtakes than there were performances. Yeah. That's, I, that's what I'm really looking forward to is you putting together an outtake reel from what we filmed. Uh, Cause just watching the, uh, the few, <laughs> the few unspliced videos that I took, I'm, I die laughing each time, but uh, yeah, it was a, uh, it was a fun experience. Well, uh, we'll just leave it at that, that we were recreating our childhood. It's probably the best way to word it that is so vague. <laughs> what, did, what did I say? Three grown men acting like idiots? We'll go with that. Yeah. 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 Acting, well, yeah. Childish idiots. And I, I did, whatever it is, I did present it to our other party that we're waiting on. And uh-huh. you got a little chuckle out of it too. So um, <laughs> that's good. But yeah. So basically, essentially, what what we're talking about is something that's going to come out in a later episode of Behind the Mask, but also will be given to Agents of Mask uh, website so they can you know show it as well, and it'll all tie in together, and it should be fun. It was a lot of fun doing it. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and I explained some of it in the in the video too. Oh, I gave it away. It's video. Um, <laughs> no, it's. I think I said video already. So yeah, that's, I, I'm just filming. And, yeah, it's it's funny because I I got the idea when I was driving out to Harrisburg for work. It was like four o'clock in the morning when I'm driving out there, going down the turnpike, and the idea came to me, and I'm like. It's funny because I wanted to pull I wanted to pull over at a rest stop and send you guys a message at like five <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> but I figured that would be like a, a jerk move, so I wouldn't do that. Because yeah. I, I, I wanted to get that idea out there and throw it to you guys because there'd be nobody else that I could think of that it would work with. So yeah. Well, I appreciate that being on central time and you being on eastern time. So well, you can wake me up. I'm usually up by five, so <laughs> And I could be the anyway, Jason up at four. <laughs> right. Well, I essentially being in central time, woke up at three o'clock to get to the airport on Tuesday. I always forget that you're central time. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that was, uh, that was really fun. We had a, a lot of fun, uh, putting that together and I, I just can't wait for the, uh, the end product to, uh, to debut on our mask sites. Not that I'm giving anything away. Um, th- well, speaking of mask, I think we had mentioned. Well, it's probably in the uh, the walkthrough video, which uh, again you can find over there on the uh, Matt Tracker YouTube channel behind the mask episode seven. I want to say yes. I think I put um, I put yeah. it up on our Agents of Mask uh, site today just so everybody knew about it, but just kind of walking through, it seemed like there was a whole lot more masks, just overall items there this year. There was a lot of boxed items, which you don't see too often. And aside from that one bin that we found, like it was like $10 for anything inside this bin. Mm -hmm. Nothing was really like junky either. Um, Obviously those were sold as junk parts, but there was a lot of, a lot of nice stuff. Um, yeah. The one thing I really wanted to get, but 
if I if I brought it home, my wife would have killed me. Is that is the um, the Halloween costume in the box? Right now, there's one on eBay for thirty dollars out of the box. But what am I going to do with it? I can't wear it. What's the point of buying clothing if you can't wear it, right? So right. Yeah. hang it on the inside of your master bathroom door. There I can hang it there, but it looks like I'm hanging a child off the door. I don't, I don't <laughs> that would look right in my videos. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just uh, just from years past, it seemed like there was maybe uh, two or three vendors that would have a pretty decent selection. And this year, it seemed like there was like at least a dozen vendors or maybe even more that had at least two or three items, maybe loose. And then there was a, a couple vendors that had a whole ton of stuff. Loose, and then there was a that one that had that full box of bagged figures you could buy, some with the mask and some without. And there was that one vendor that had all of the birthday party stuff, and the mask board game was sitting there too. Uh, it just seemed like just about everything. If you're looking for something mask, toys, or other, it was almost almost like it was there this year. Mm-hmm. They even had laser command stuff that I never saw. Yeah, seen. right. So that was pretty cool. I don't know if it worked, but um, I forget if it was Rat Fang or Hornet. I think it was just Hornet, which is the box. I don't think it was the right. truck, but still, you don't see that anywhere. So it was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Was there anything, Wyatt, that you saw that you were like, oh man, I would love to buy this, but it's just too much there's probably several things um like to add to my mask collection so that's one of those things the little fists for my optimus prime i remember going to the the transformer spot where uh where bill got his trailer and i asked the guy if he had optimus hands and of course he takes me over to there and they wanted 25 dollars for these two little things i could probably find someone with a 3d printer to print for me like, <laughs> you know what i was just thinking you might be able to find it on shapeways my priority made it ah i have to write that down i'll look right now shapeways yeah shapeways it's where all the yeah. 3d printing gets done for the mass stuff that people are doing like if you check the the message boards and the forums and the groups um there's a couple people that have made the thunderball the ramp up uh, the energy table Things like that, so you could probably find it on there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure. I just haven't looked. I'll look while you're talking. How about that? Yeah, but uh, I guess I, I was on a craze for Alf lately. I wanted to buy up all the Alfs that were there, <laughs> but uh, the big guy was not for sale. Although he did wear our cool shades at the uh, trivia table. Yes, he did. Yes, we, we he did have a. I got my picture with him at, when I first walked in there. I think I did too. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that go. was fun. I did I did go around and uh, was taking pictures of everything Alf I could see since I was wearing that uh, Alf shirt from Eight Bit Zombie. <laughs> How about you, Bill? Was there anything that just maybe beyond mask related that you saw and were like, "Oh, I'd love to have that." There was. Um... I'm trying to, well, that Superman cardboard cutout, I wanted that. And I waited too long. By the time I went back, it was gone. Um, 
it wasn't even that much, but the problem was I didn't feel like walking around with it the whole time. <laughs> and there was a uh, Ninja Turtles animation cell, too. It was pretty cool. I didn't see a price on it, but main character pricing for stuff like that, you're looking at like $100 at minimum. So I, I didn't even bother asking. And um, I mean, if they had, if somebody had a superpowers Riddler, I would have probably tried to steal it and run out because I can't afford it. <laughs> it's, it's literally the only thing I don't have in my superpowers collection, but it's a knockoff from Argentina. Those people still count it toward the collection for some reason. Whoever made up that rule is probably the only person that has one. Yeah, so, so they can up the price, right? You know, it's it's hard to it's hard to say because I was looking at some older game systems too, the fifty two hundred mm-hmm. um, TurboGrafx sixteen, but those were expensive, and there's no guarantee they're going to work. And what am I going to do? Right. Wait till next year, think you know, hope they're going to be back there so I can get a refund. <laughs> uh, so I wasn't really going to do that either. So there's a couple of things. Yeah, those are kind of hard to. To gauge, just depending on you know where you get it from and yeah, if they have tested it or whatever. But yeah, I, I did see there was a what was that other system that you found? Um, was it a Omega or a, no Intellivision or something? I can't oh, remember. Clico. Clico. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There was uh, there were several vendors that had basically just video games. And uh, and systems there, but I I kind of passed over those because <laughs> because of uh, budgetary reasons. Uh, mainly, some of the cool stuff that I saw there was a Castle of Lions there from the Voltron. They wanted I think two hundred twenty five bucks for. Mm. Uh, it looked in pretty good shape, but I had not seen one. I don't re- at least remember seeing one up close before. They had a Ernest doll that talked. I saw, that was one of the first things I kind of took a picture of as, ooh, that looks that would be fun to, to just to have and you know pull the string or whatever. Uh, didn't see the price tag on that one, but that was fun. I'm trying to remember, uh, trying to remember what else I saw that was just kind of you know eye opening. Oh, the there was that one vendor that had. It was basically a wall of boxed G.I. Joe vehicles and like uh, three rows of <laughs> three layers or tiers of this uh, display. It was just all boxed stuff. So I couldn't believe it. it looked like a library of G.I. Joe. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah, I, I think I like when I was looking for you guys initially. I was walking by and I was like, oh yeah, this guy has every box GI Joe thing you could ever want. Um, yes. like, you, you don't see it at first because it, uh, it's all it's all on the side. It's not yeah. so you don't see the colorful face. So you, you might miss it at a glance, but then you turn, you know, you do like a double take on it and you, you know, yeah, wall. So yeah, it's was, literally a that wall. That was pretty cool. Yeah. The the one vendor that always blows me away that I just I would love to have some of his items, but I don't have the man cave to really display it. And that's the guy that has like all of the arcade marquee signs that are backlit and just glorious. And 
looking at, I think most of them are like 75 or a hundred dollars, just depending on, I guess how rare they were or I, I don't know. I don't know what the price was based on, but they had several there that I would just love to have spy hunter and rampage. And Oh my gosh, there's just so many that I wanted, but I just don't have a, a really good place to display them. I don't want to display them here in my lovely laundry room. You know, <laughs> um, did either of you guys play the any of the arcade games they had in that arcade they had set up back there? No, I've yet to do that. I did um, not this year. Last year I played. I forget what I played, but it's so it's usually pretty busy back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, between everybody wanting to jump on them since they're all free play, and then you have probably the seventy percent of the people in costume. In the yeah. back too, because it's a, it's an open area, so it's easier for them to congregate. So it gets a little crowded. So I tend to tend to stay away from that area sometimes. Yeah, I I didn't make it over there either. I know last year I was waiting for a couple of little kids to get off the spy hunter, but never did. Uh, and I was really not appreciating that they were just like not even trying. <laughs> Gotta throw your weight around there. <laughs> but um. Uh, we did have uh, some of the vehicles back this year. I, I didn't uh, stop to get my, my uh, a picture with them or sit in them or anything, but they had our A-Team van back, which I believe is Tony's that uh, puts on the show, uh, the same one from last year. And then they had the Back to the Future DeLorean from... Is that a different one this year? Yeah. this I don't know if they specifically you know changed it from the one they had before but this was in the style of the third movie where they have that like that pepsi crate of electronic garbage on the hood and then they like tried to spray (laughs) it looked like tried to spray paint the tires white or they must have rubbed something on them to get the white walls so yeah it was it was a little bit different than the one that they've had there in the past, which was, I think just based on the, the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Jurassic park Jeep came back this year, but I was surprised there wasn't. And it, again, it was a little rainy outside when we pulled up, but they didn't have any, any cars outside like they've had in the, in years past. The bill and Ted's phone booth was back there, which they have every year. But uh, this time it sound, seemed like it was hidden because it was real far behind that that Star Wars. Uh, Basically, yeah. in the women's room, wasn't it? <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. Just about, yeah. <laughs> and then there was a girl. Yeah. When we Jason and I were there, there was a girl trying to like mimic dialing the phone, and then someone yeah, she, else made a comment that it was, uh, "Man, I haven't seen one of those in years," but didn't recognize it was the time machine yeah she had she had no clue it was from bill and ted i mean she was just hey look an old time phone booth (laughs) oh my gosh all right was there anything else y'all wanted to talk about from retrocon um cricket cricket cricket. (laughs) else to jump in with but um yeah i can't think of anything else at the moment okay well just briefly um why unless you had anything else i was going to mention we decided not to go to sundays the the sunday show this year because we 
had this little inkling a while back, or at least I did, and why, <laughs> why I had agreed to uh, to go along with it was to head back to our hometown and essentially do Memory Jogger the movie, which is our podcast over there on Rediscover the 80s where we talk about our childhood and different memories. And we had a fun experience driving up. Uh, it was about a, what, four-hour drive from Philly. Yeah. To uh, to get to our hometown and uh, got to see our family, but then went out Sunday morning and spent about three hours revisiting our school and our old hangout place and our our childhood homes. And yeah, we might have been a, a little bit of stalking. <laughs> Stalking people that, you know, live in our childhood homes. But uh, it was fun. We got to just kind of do a lap around uh, Clearfield and Kerwinsville and even at the Frenchville there where we grew up and got to basically visualize some of the stuff that we have talked about on the podcast. Right. I'm going to piggyback just a hair. I, I want to commend Tony putting the retrocon together he i know if with his team and his ideas of putting that together it, it's it's still a fantastic venue so i wanted to give oh, a yeah. shout out to him but like jason said we also were baiting you all on the rediscover the 80s side of for our memory jogger of the movie we're going to be editing that and putting it out as well just like uh bill's baiting us with his little endeavor <laughs> we're, i'm actually anxious to hear that and see that, and I'll leave it at that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, and yeah, I wasn't trying to, I know we've said, you know, past year's shows have been a little bit better in certain aspects, but it is still a spectacle when I walk through those double set of doors and you just kind of look across all the vendors and you start making your way around. It's, there's just nothing like it that at least that I've been to that compares so and bill your dog agrees uh, i can hear <laughs> yeah i can hear him too he's, uh, he's probably barking at a uh another dog walking out front of the house nice i apologize no that's no. fine part of the comedy <laughs> yeah it's fine and then uh i guess just to kind of wrap this up we also while we were uh, back at wyatt's house uh on monday uh, I had this crazy idea because we were going to podcast, basically do this show uh, Monday and decided to wait and go ahead and get Bill in on this uh, since he was there. But I had the crazy idea of uh, watching a mask episode in the kind of mystery science theater 3000 style. And we pulled up uh, Wyatt's couch there down in the basement and, uh, he even tried to uh, do some puppetry <laughs> I with uh, with he Bowser. Try. He did try. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, we ended up using Sonic for the second go around. But um, that was really fun. It was just uh, you know us trying to be funny and uh, do something new with over there on the YouTube channel. So uh, be looking for that. I'm I'm. It's pretty much done. I just have to, I was going to put a little intro to it, but I, I might not and just go ahead and post it for everybody out there. But 
it was fun. We watched the Death Stone. We watched actually the first three episodes. We realized our lapel microphones that we used in the first episode actually were not picking up in the uh, the second and third episode. So those are the audio is a little bit different. But I think we're going to go ahead and there's enough audio that you can make out what we're saying and and kind of follow along. So we'll go ahead and uh, and do those. But it's going to be a while before we can uh, do any yeah. more. <laughs> I don't so, know how we uh, can do uh, side by side unless we do it with Skype and time it just right. <laughs> yeah, that would be a little bit. And good luck with that. Yeah, really. Yeah. That'd be a new endeavor. But uh, that was really fun. That was a nice uh, cap to the to the awesome weekend that was RetroCon. And I know I saw a lot of pictures from the Cybertronic Spree concert. We decided to skip out on that too. We'd watched them last year. And then I'm seeing all these videos being posted of uh, them doing the gem theme. Uh, what's her face was actually there. They played for her. I think they, they even brought her up on stage at one point. Uh, they did the He-Man theme, I heard. I heard the Thundercats theme. So they, they broke out all these new songs, and it kind of, <laughs> kind of made me regret not going to the concert Saturday night. But it... Oh my gosh! I know a, a couple people that I uh, interact with frequently online went to their first show, and they were pretty much blown away, like we were last year. Wyatt, uh, Bill, you've got to go ahead and check that out sometime. I'm telling you. Yeah, I've had a chance to. Yeah, it's so much fun. So that was kind of the uh, icing on the cake last year. Meeting the A team and going to that concert was just very cool. Um, so overall, yeah, another another great show. I'm I'm sad that it's <laughs> it's already come and gone because uh, there's a lot of ant- anticipation, at least for me, throughout the year. As I see, you know, oh, this voice actor's coming, and this person is coming, and they're bringing Cybertronic Spree back, and uh, Tony does a good job of just building up the hype throughout the year, and then uh, you know, of course, all of the vendors that come out each year and just blow you away with what <laughs> what you can put up for sale. So it was a great time. Uh Bill, you got any closing remarks and we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Uh no, I mean it was fun hanging out. Um maybe we'll do it again in about a year. Sounds I'm, like it. <laughs> Brian, uh it might be just you two depending on uh the circumstances of the incoming Next member of the Bloom family. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got to you gotta be able to at least get away for a couple hours. Come on. <laughs> it takes us a couple hours just to get there. <laughs> well, you, uh, you invite your family in and then you can leave. You know, invite them in for a visit. They can babysit. They can get their grandkid time and then we'll uh, kidnap you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. Like I said, and Bill, it was great to see you again. We just want to invite everybody to go out to matttracker.com, Matt Tracker on YouTube, check out behind the mask. He's been doing some fun stuff with that reviewing, but also some humor in there too, which makes it a, a fun watch. And, uh, yeah, that, um, that live stream video, it's a little rough at times. You get to see a lot of my butt in the back of my head and my shoes. 
Well, um, I, mean, so I apologize. One, but... one shot purposely of your shoes, but other than that, because um, I actually like your shoes, but other than that, <laughs> it was extreme gorilla uh, camera yeah there so it's like watching yeah it's like watching those body cams that the police use you know yeah <laughs> surprisingly though um a lot of people watched it on the well not surprisingly but like i wasn't expecting as as many views on the facebook feed that there were mm -hmm. but it's nice to know that some people had some enjoyment out of it so yeah well and if you know if you think we're total dorks then just watch it for what retrocon is like just going from table to table and and everything that you we found because there's just not an experience like i said like it out there in my in my opinion so that was fun to put together but it was uh great to see you and wyatt my friend always a pleasure thanks for uh being the humble host and uh allowing me to uh stay in your abode <laughs> <laughs> no problem it's been fun i I thoroughly enjoy it, Bill. It's always a pleasure to hang out with you at the RetroCon and just to hang out even for lunch. Uh, awesome times, even though you were slightly distracted by the hockey game. Uh, I'll forgive you. <laughs> I was watching football too, so, yeah. yeah. It wasn't just Bill. But uh, anyway, we'll go ahead and wrap this, and uh, we just appreciate everybody watching and, uh, and listening on our podcast feeds. And... Uh, Please go to retrocons with an s.com and get all the information you need if you missed this year's show or if you're within the Philadelphia driving <laughs> of driving to you know Philadelphia within a few hours it's totally worth it. I know several people that come in from like western PA and even New York that drive down just to go to the show and uh, it's well worth it to uh to go there and go out and follow them on their social media feeds too so you can uh, see everything that happened from this year's show and also uh just you know follow them along throughout the year to see uh, who's going to be at next year's show but uh until next time for bill and for wyatt this is jason and and bill's dog and we uh, appreciate you listening to the show